Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spilling Rosé with Rose and Chelsea. We are two girls who are known for spilling the tea, or in this case, the rosé. On this podcast, we will be spilling not only our personal rosé each week, but also dishing our opinions on everything pop culture. We'll share celebrity news, recap our favorite shows of the moment, and welcome incredible guests to spill some rosé of their own. Thank you for listening. Let's start spilling. Hi, Chelsea. Hello. Welcome, everyone, to Spilling Rosé. So just some quick background on us so you know who you'll be listening to. We went to college together. We lived together our senior year, and we just graduated. I live in L.A., and Chelsea lives in New York, and we both love pop culture, so we decided to start a podcast because what else is there to do during this time? Yeah, when we were living together, we lived with nine other girls, or nine total girls, so seven others, and people would always say, like, they came to our room, we just always knew what was going on in the entertainment world, or even just, like, everyone's personal lives, like, everyone come to our room for the tea, and they're like, we, you guys always had it. Fully. Every morning, it was like, what is the huge news that happened today? And we always have very different opinions, but at the core, the values are the same, shall yeah, we say. Exactly. So for today's episode, we're going to be playing a pop culture version of 20 questions with some other sort of random questions thrown in there so that you guys, our listeners, can get to know us and our opinions a bit better before we jump into our first like official episode. This is a nice intro, get to know us type of vibe. So you want to get started? What's the first question? Sure. Okay. So our first question, what is your favorite reality show slash reality star? Okay, this question is one that haunts me daily, truly. Not reality show. For me, my favorite reality show is Vanderpump Rules. I think it has everything that makes a great reality show. It has tons of drama, but then throughout the seasons, we've had incredible character development. It's truly amazing the way that these characters have been able to transform, yet still somehow manage to fall back into their old ways. Now, for reality star, I was really torn between Spencer Pratt and Jax Taylor, but I landed on Jax Taylor just staying with the Vanderpump Rules vibe. He's really taken us on an emotional roller coaster from Vegas. Whenever they go to Vegas, something horrible happens. The sunglasses debacle. He literally almost went to jail and got like a felony for stealing sunglasses. To Stassi and Brittany, just everything about him. I think makes him the best reality star because you love to hate him so much. Totally fair. How about you? Well, so I wasn't really a big reality TV person until I went to college, honestly. I watched Million Dollar Listing, and that was kind of the extent of my reality TV indulgence. Um, And I'm still a huge real estate reality show fan. Like, my favorite shows are Million Dollar Listing and... I love Selling Sunset now, too, that that is a little bit more drama-based, I think, than Million Dollar Listing. Like, obviously, Million Dollar Listing has the drama, but I think they focus the drama a little bit more on the business, whereas Selling Sunset, it's way more personal. Selling Sunset is, like, Housewives meets Million Dollar Listing. Yes, I think I totally agree. On, like, on that note, Million Dollar Beach House on Netflix, it just came out. I haven't started it yet, but it looks amazing. It's basically Million Dollar Listing in the Hamptons only, so... Oh my god, I have to watch that. Yes, I haven't started it yet either, but it's on the to-do list. But also, undeniably, The Bachelor. And on this Bachelor break that's 
lasting forever and ever, I've been into Love Island UK because the US one just isn't it for me. Okay, I've only watched US, and I know that's, like, horrifying to true Love Island stands. So I think, what? how far are you in season one of UK? Oh, so the thing is, I've, like, watched bits and pieces of one, but I'm, right now, I'm just watching the latest season, which is season six, I believe. Oh my god, it's just so hard, because it's literally 45 episodes. Yeah, it's a lot. I, it is. But the episodes are quick. They're only, like, 40 minutes. Okay, I know I need to get into it, but it's much huge more doable than it seems at the offset. Oh my god. And then who's your reality star? I didn't watch The Hills, but I love Spencer Pratt. He, the way he's been able, like, he's still relevant, and to me, that's the craziest part. Sure. And as a massive Taylor Swift fan, his stanhood is incredible. incredible. Those videos are so unbashed. Like, I love it so much. So good. Okay, next question. Favorite, I guess some of these questions are also two-parters, so keep in mind it's more like, you know, probably 25 questions, but alas. Okay, favorite and least favorite celebrity couple. Again, so difficult to ask. I have a top three, though. Okay. Top three for each? (laughs) Top three and top two. Favorites. Mila and Ashton. Oh my god, fuck, that's such a good one. (laughs) Joe and Sophie. Yeah. And Blake and Ryan. Oh, I forget your standhood of Blake and Ryan. Well, you, like, Ryan is your humor. Yes, he is my dream man. But I could (laughs) never break them up. So I can't keep him on that list. But if he had a clone... I'd be all in. Maybe as a brother. Maybe. I, I'm surprised I actually haven't looked into that. I should. I know you really should. <laughs> and then least favorite, Kim and Kanye. It's fine. They're Kanye's <laughs> well, uh, on my hit list. And honestly, this next couple has, uh, they've chilled out. So my fervor for how much I dislike them has really dwindled. But Sean and Camila, and I think they might have they're like on a break maybe right now from what no I've way. read yeah like have you noticed that they're kind of just like not in our face anymore yeah the stage paparazzi photos have come to a close yeah camila fans pointed out though that she was like wearing his sweatshirt in like her most recent instagram post which was like a month ago i think and like a necklace he got her so they're like no they're still together but i don't know He's not in Florida with her anymore. They've been apart for, like, two months, I think. And I guess it's not a crime when you're in a relationship. But considering how obsessed they were with each other for so long and the way we had to watch them almost make out for, like, eight award shows in a row when they performed Senorita, they went... Like, I really loved them at first because I saw how obsessed Sean was with her before they were dating and how much he wanted to be with her. And then they finally got together, and I was, like, so happy for them, so, like, good for him good for them but they really ruined it really fast so fast and then that video of them making oh. out like and then when everyone decided felt the need to recreate it I, that was horrifying like it burned my brain yes Ugh. okay so for me my favorite is john krasinski and emily blunt just oh, because i totally forgot them i know because they're unproblematic I just love them. I love the British and the American. I love how he talks about her. She talks about him. Just all around, unproblematic, fantastic. My least favorite couple, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. <laughs> I The level in which I dis- dislike this couple is 
absolutely ridiculous. And I never disliked Nick and I didn't even, I honestly always wanted to watch Quantico. Like I had no, I didn't have really strong opinions about either of them until they decided to get together and then all of a sudden get married and then they're still together. Just, I completely believe that at least at the start, they were like a PR put together thing because of the DMs and just the way they would talk about each other. It was just so weird. I've been able to lighten up on my hatred a bit because I like the Priyanka, Sophie, Danielle dynamic of like the Jonas, what do they call themselves? The Jonas sisters, the J sisters. But my, I just, I find them very cringy similarly to Camila and Sean, how they were just everywhere you looked, they were there. So for me, they're my least favorite. That like, that coupling will always just like give me war flashbacks to that insane month in pop culture news when it was like, they were dating and a week later got engaged and then Ariana and Pete were dating and then 10 minutes later were engaged and then Haley and Justin were dating and 10 minutes later engaged. Like all three couples like just out of nowhere existed and were married. It was insane. And if you were to tell me who, like, who would last and who wouldn't, I, like, don't know if I would think that at least that Nick and Priyanka would last. Like, they're the one who I was the most, the almost most the most random. concerned about. Yeah, felt so random. So random. Ugh. And yeah, I feel like they might have kids soon, but I don't know. I know. I hope... Priyanka doesn't feel like pressured since Sophie like just had a kid and is so much younger but I mean they should take their time with it but I mean I agree I think a kid will be happening soon. I think like Priyanka's talked about like wanting kids like and she's older than Nick so like I could see it happening soon for them if that is actually what they want. I know their wedding was fabulous but I just know. Their seven weddings? so many freaking oh and okay this is the whole thing is the fact that there's no way that she could have gotten her insane like custom made wedding dress that quickly had they not had had this plan to get married for quite some time so the whole thing's just sketchy and I'm not into it anyway okay next what's the next question (laughs) your favorite food a little bit more lighthearted. potatoes Potatoes, potatoes, potatoes. In all forms? All forms of potatoes. Mashed potatoes. French fries. Potato pancakes. Um, potato casserole. Uh, all forms of fries. Curly fries. Sweet potato fries. Oh, baked potatoes. The diversity of that food. It potato is chips. Potato chips. I always read about potato chips. Potato chips. All the different variations of potato chips. I am a firm kettle supporter. That's my favorite brand of potato chips. It will never waver because of all the various flavors and the taste. So, yeah, that's definitely... Really answer. Yeah, I also only, like, folded potato chips, which I thought was weird, and then I saw this, like, Harper's Bazaar, what, so, I can't remember who, but some celebrity eats in a day, and this girl literally said, I only eat folded potato chips, Wait, so I'm not saying... folded potato chip? Like, when the potato chip is folded over, so then it's, like, almost like a taco. Double a double the crunch. Interesting. I didn't know that that was a, like a specific type you could seek out. I thought that was like a accident that happened. It is an accident. It is an accident. So that's what makes it hard is that someone hasn't made a folded potato chip like line. But I'd love if that would be done. Our first line of merch, like roses, folded potato chips. Oh, wow. I wonder how they do that. We'll find out. <laughs> 
How about you? Favorite food? Um, for my entire life, it would have to be macaroni and cheese. I I never don't have at least like six boxes on hand. That's like my go-to thing always. But recently, I've just like been craving a gyro all the time. I've had like four in the last week. Oh, I pronounce it gyro. Is that is that the correct? <laughs> or yeah, gyro. I say gyro. What did you say? Gyro. No, I say gyro. <laughs> gyro. I say I don't know. I say gyro or gyro. I think gyro. someone is cringing out there. <laughs> knows the correct way to say it. Yeah, I think it. I'll look it up later, but I'm pretty sure it's gyro. I feel like gyro. <laughs> I feel like pretty strongly that it's gyro. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. That just sounds so not correct to my ears. No, totally fair because it doesn't sound correct to me either but that's also because I'm not like a small Greek man making them yes fair I I know that the way the Greeks pronounce it is definitely none of the above yeah oh 100% (laughs) but I really thought in the United States we said gyro we'll figure it out I have no idea (laughs) literally none interesting wow I was not expecting you to say that mac and cheese I understand you really love that I do my mom, I came home when I moved back from LA, and my niece was here. We had, I think in total, 34 boxes in our cabinet. Because my sister was making it for her daughter, like my niece, all the time. And I was coming home, so that just like felt like the thing they had to buy when they went grocery shopping that week. And like we still have an insane amount. Wow. It'll last, like, I'll eat it all at some point, but. That's crazy. That is a lot. What's your, Annie's, is that the best one? Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't really ever follow the instructions of any, like, brand as they put it on the box. I put my own spin on it. I'll, like, integrate real cheese and I'll swap out milk for, like, heavy cream or things like that. I never really go by the box. So those are always just suggestions to me. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I have, um, I think I'm more of an Annie's fan these days than Kraft. Though I was a yeah. big Kraft fan growing up, the thick and creamy specifically. I actually think when we applied to college and like it was like, what is your favorite food? I said Kraft macaroni and cheese, specifically the thick and creamy type. Oh, honestly, that sets you apart. Decisive. That was my answer. Okay, favorite Kardashian. For me, it's Kylie Jenner. Because it used to be Kim. It was Kim forever. Like, truly, it was Kim forever. And it was Chloe for a while, too. But just based on their decisions surrounding men, and I understand they have every right to pick who they want, to do what they want. They have families, they have kids, yada, yada. But for me, Kylie, she's 23, I'm 22, but she lives such just an extravagant, fabulous lifestyle that I love to follow. And I know she is problematic, but... I don't know. She just, to me, I just love to look at her Instagrams, look at her, everything she does. I'm obsessed with Stormy. I think Stormy's going to be an absolute genius. Like, I'm convinced Stormy is a genius and will continue to be a genius and will change the world for the better. So, Kylie Jenner. And she has my favorite Kardashian child. So, Stormy. Webster. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, then. Uh, as a non-Kardashian fan... My favorite Kardashian would be Scott Disick. Okay, well, okay. I um, didn't realize we were broadening the horizons, well, but okay. I, 
don't have any fan favorites in that family for a multitude of reasons. reasons anyone on the internet could point out. Um, and I appreciate not that Scott is without his flaws because Lord knows. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate that he brings them back down to earth all the time and just really puts them in his place. Like, Todd Cranes all day. Todd freaking Cranes. Iconic. He has the most iconic episodes whenever he's in them and they do the pranks to Chris are the best episodes for sure. Yeah, that's true. Okay, next question. Next question, favorite wine? Rosé, on brand, some might say. Um, and to be specific, Whispering Angel or Mirabal. How about you? Um, I used to love this Blue It's like a blue rosé. Um, I've yet to find... I've, had it when I went to Toronto like two summers ago and it was incredible and I had one of my friends from Canada bring it back to LA when he went home for a break once which was so lovely and I was so appreciative but uh for my birthday two weeks ago I went out east on like eastern Long Island and did like a bunch of like wine tastings at these different vineyards and I think I found my new favorite uh from Pindar Wineries it's called the Summer Blush. It's a rosé, and it's made with, like, Merlot and Cabernet Sauvignon. And, Ooh. Yeah. And it has, like, kind of a strawberry taste. Delicious. Love it. Oh, well, wow, That sounds delicious. Okay, next question. Favorite sports team? Yankees. Hands down, obviously. Yes. Okay, for me, it's the Broncos. Um, Broncos, Lakers, Dodgers, if we're going really quick in order. But for me, the Broncos, hands down, that's just, like, my team. Never wavered. Same with the Yankees for me. Like, never, yeah. ever. No wavering. True no fans wavering. don't waver. Sure, and there never will be any wavering, which is very easy for me to say as, you know, like the most winningest team in any sports history. Uh-huh. Please decide. You didn't yeah. say it, but hey. Yeah, I mean, I'm with the Broncos, been through thick and thin with them, you know, we've had our rough seasons, but, you know, sense in a comeback, you know, hopefully, if there's football, who knows, but alas. <laughs> Okay, um, favorite podcast. Okay, so this, I am, like, I listen (laughs) to at least two podcasts a day. So this is, like, very hard. Like, overall, it's the morning toast, just because it's what I listen to the most frequently. But recently, I've been loving Bitch Bible with Jackie Schimmel and the Skinny Confidential Him and Her. Just because Skinny Confidential, Bitch Bible is just hilarious. She just talks for 45 minutes about the most random stuff, and it's truly comical. She's also, like, in love with her dog, Leo. It's just really hilarious. Skinny Confidential, him and her, they just have really interesting guests, interesting conversations, and they have such a wide range of guests that they don't always agree with or that definitely wouldn't agree with each other. So it's just very interesting conversations come out of both those, I would say. How about you? Sure. Um, I said armchair expert just because I love like the variety of guests and I think Dax is a really great interviewer and he gets like really like fascinating stories and info out of anyone he has on. He's incredible. Okay. Coffee order. Non-applicable. I don't drink coffee. The craziest thing I think we've heard throughout this whole episode. (laughs) I just know that And I never have had coffee either. You've never even had a sip? No, because I just know that I will be addicted because I, my natural state is sleep deprived. True. I, so like, I, I know this is the answer, but I don't have the funds 
or the space in my life for another addiction. Fine. Okay. For me, okay, and I didn't actually start drinking coffee till junior year of college, so I was also a late bloomer into the coffee game, but for me, iced, which is usually how I take my coffee, it's cold brew with almond milk, which is what I'm drinking right now. Hot, it's an oat milk cappuccino, and it fills. It's a filtered sole, iced, light to medium creamy, almond milk, no sugar. And if I do want sugar, it's a little stevia. That's my sweetener of choice. Okay. Next question, celebrity crush. <laughs> no specific answer. Well, I was thinking, and I had to give, like, Phil's is such a different ball game, so I had to throw it in there. Okay, celebrity crush. Celebrity crush. Um, I'll write in my top five. Five? I picked one. It, I, listen, you're more decisive than me. Fine, go. Jesus. It's, and this was, like, this was just the top five that came to my head. Okay. Like, the list in my notes, much longer. Number one, forever and always, cannot be defeated ever, Harry Styles. Period. End. However, to be considered, Chris Evans, Jordan Fisher, Henry Golding, Paul Jason Klein. Very different genres of men. I'm in love with all of them. They all seem nice. I feel like that's their common ground. Sure. Yes. Okay, mine's Pete Davidson. This has been a... Well, I was also a Pete Davidson stand before like Ariana Grande, which is when a lot of people hopped on the bandwagon. So I liked him, you know, pre all of that. Um, for me, it used to be Justin Bieber, but I'll get to this later in the episode, but I've learned to accept him and Haley as a couple. So I can no longer say Justin Bieber because I feel bad on the Haley end. And That's how I feel about uh, Ryan Reynolds. Exactly. And then, so I've just decided Pete Davidson, it's, an, it's a safe answer. He's funny. It's like very kind of you to just like let Haley have him and just it, back It's off. a big step in particularly Haley and I's relationship, which again, we'll get to in a few questions. In a few <laughs> questions, we'll get to that. Whole okay. Uh, dream couple. Okay. So I was really struggling to think of this. And then I watched a video of these two people and it came to me, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. Now they're currently, I guess, ASAP and I think, yeah, ASAP and I feel like Lil Nas as well are a part of her new Fenty Skin campaign and collection. So ASAP and Rihanna did this, a GQ and a Vogue like video swap where they're just answering each other's questions. And I just love them. I love them together. I love them apart. And they would just be the most fashionable couple ever. They're both seem like really good people, so musically talented. And in this video, like, the way that Rihanna would look at ASAP and the way that ASAP would look at Rihanna over Zoom, it was, there's love in there. So that is who I'm picking. Or in the and I, I apologize to every Drake, Rihanna stan out there, but Drake has That's had it. his shot. That's true, um, yes. Yes, how about you? Um, mine is happening. And I didn't know how desperately I wanted it until it happened. And that is Lily James and Chris Evans. I cannot, there's just no one who deserves Lily James and there's no one who deserves Chris Evans. They're the only people who deserve each other. Okay. All star pairing. And may may this ship rest in peace if it were to ever come back. Oh, actually there's two on this. Harry Styles and Taylor Swift and 
what I was actually going to say is Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield. Oh, that was, that was a quality time. I would lay my life down for them. That was really an incredible time. It was. They were so cute. Spider-Man, that whole, yeah, that was a moment. That was a moment. Okay, top three artists of the moment. <sighs> Again, I, I don't actually have an artist for this answer. Well, it's always going to be Taylor, because folklore, especially, and especially in this time, I have actually not gone a single day since folklore came out without listening to it at least three times. Yeah. I don't think I've gone a day without listening to at least one song. And that's saying a lot for you. It is. My Taylor Evolution is incredible. One for the ages. One for the ages. Okay, Uh, so that's one. I've listened to that album an obscene amount. It's almost taken away from my ability to listen to anything else. But I put together um, a short list of other things I'm listening to. Top of Mind, House with No Mirrors by Sasha Sloan, who I love always. Um, A song called Like That by Gracie and Alexander23, who I love. And just always, and I think everyone needs to listen to her, her name is Griff. It's like, she's an artist out of the UK. She's so, she, you would actually probably really like her. She's really cool. Like, cool is the best word for her. She, like, designs all of her own clothes and, like, literally hand sews it all. And she's, like, this cool thing. She has her ponytail. She's, like, part Jamaican, part Chinese, but born, like, in England. And, like, just has such a cool sound, writes all of her music. She's so cool. Wow. I honestly don't know anyone you just said except for Taylor, so I'm going to have to check all of them out. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, so for me, number one is Ingrid Andress. I think that's how you pronounce her name. I really could be wrong, but she has a song called Lime, which is the bop of the summer. She's a bit country, but not too country, if that makes sense. I sent you this. Yeah, I did listen to it. Waste of Lime, that line. Oh, it's just everyone needs to listen to that. Her Also, her song Stranger. She just has a lot of great songs. Love her up and coming. I think going to be incredible. Two is Kelsey Ballerini, who's also a country vibe. Half of my hometown, probably my favorite song of the summer. Also, I guess I just said that about um, Lime, but alas. And then my third is Dominique Feek. Again, I think I pronounced his name. Fike. Okay, there we go. Great album. That one just came out. Great album. His song Chicken Tenders. So good. So good. So those are my top three. And yeah. Okay. If you could have dinner with five celebrities, who would they be and why? This was this is hard. An impossible question. It is. It is impossible. fair. Impossible. I have four, I know for sure, and I keep going back and forth in the fifth. I am actually my the four, same. Undoubtedly, Taylor Swift. And uh, this was strategic. Taylor Swift. It has to be with this question. Yes. Selena Gomez, Hannah Brown, Gigi Hadid. Those four for sure, because the amount of tea from every genre that you can get from those four, a lot. Wait, the Hannah Brown throw-in is making me rethink some of my pe- – that is an incredible throw-in because also those are three, like, really nice girls who, I mean, obviously Taylor and Selena get along, but Hannah Brown would fit in perfectly to that mix. She loves Taylor so much, too. And I think it would be incredible to unpack the Tyler C. drama between Gigi and Hannah also. Oh, my God. And – but then – and my fifth, I keep cert- – like, I want to be Chrissy Teigen so bad, but I just don't know that she fits, at the, like, with that group. hmm So that's really hard for me. I 
like I, I I would say Harry Styles selfishly and just to get the whole tea of Taylor and Harry from both of them but I just also don't know if that'd be disrespectful to Taylor's current relationship I think it would I think it would too but like selfishly I would want it so 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 bad I know um so I almost want to say Niall Horan as my fifth oh incredible choice he I love him so much angel on earth great friends with selena huge fan of taylor and also i think he would not filter himself when i asked him questions about one direction okay what about the gg and niall i don't think they're on bad terms are they okay no i don't think so but i just wonder because of god knows how zane feels sure of all but yeah but i feel like Gigi's such a like nice cordial human that it would be fine i think so too and niall just like is just so lovely and happy-go-lucky Irish yeah that's a okay yeah you got like the nice dinner meanwhile I'm over here okay it's a nice dinner but I also know that I'll get a lot out of all of them yeah and they all like definitely know how to throw a dinner party Mm -hmm. and and there will be no awkward tension either I'll get everything I need to know okay so mine I take a bit of a different turn so here's what I have on mine and also very strategic so first I have Ben Platt and, and Kylie Jenner. Here's why. Okay. Because I need people around my age because my other people are older. I need people around my age. I need someone who I can like have a really fun time with drink get some great Instagram pictures. Kylie. Then I want someone who is just going to be fun and who is going to bridge the gap between us youngins and the older people I've selected. And that is Ben Platt. Okay. Because my next people are Reese Witherspoon, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Hassan Minhaj. Now, it is... <gasps> I wish I'd yeah. added him. Also add him to my celebrity crush list. Obviously. It is key to have Hassan there because I was debating between him and Seth Meyers because I think it's important to have someone who who's used to like interviewing people and just being able to work a room and make sure that everyone's getting along. If there's a dull moment, they will feel it. They just understand. Of course. So that's why he's there. Reese, I just love her so much. And any opportunity I could have to see her would be one that I would take. And she would be an incredible cook. And her and Gwyneth and Ben would just really get along and have a blast. And then I feel like Gwyneth and Kylie could get along. I just think it would be such a random assortment of hilarity it would be way less cohesive than yours and there would be awkward silences but i'm such a huge fan of everyone there that sure you can also fall back on ben and gwyneth know each other exactly and no and ben and reese know each other because his dad produced legally blonde oh great so like reese would apparently go over to their house and stuff i know all of this from dak shepherd armchair expert with ben platt Mm -hmm. which is an incredible listen and is what fully converted me into a ben platt stan I've been in love with Ben for always. Oh, yeah. Always. You were an OG. Truly uh, in love. It hurts me that he would never want me. Alas, you guys can be best friends. I hope so. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Okay. Okay, next. Your favorite person to come out of Bachelor Nation. Okay, Caitlin Bristow. Now, I know... Um, Some people might not pick her. They might go with a Nick Vile. They might go with a Rachel Lindsay. They might even go with a Hannah Brown. They might go with a Tyler Cameron, but no. Caitlin Bristow was really just pioneered the new generation of Bachelor stars, I think. I think her season was the best because 
I love JoJo Fletcher, but it is hard to watch a season where you know she's going to end up with Jordan the whole time. Caitlin, I didn't always know. She could have picked Nick. She could have picked Sean. Who knew? And the Chad drama I didn't love, but, like, she handled it so well. And then post-Bachelor, which I think is really where you can see who, you know, the cream always rises to the top or whatever they say. She um, has killed it between Spade and Sparrows, Off the Vine, the podcast, her scrunchies. I love everything she does. I love her brand. I love her and Jason and their two dogs. I love that she's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. I love that she's now in LA and I could possibly run into her. Huge fan. Caitlin Bristow. Incredible. How about you? <laughs> Sorry, that was my, my, I'm that off was, my. That was a pitch for the century. I love her. He's older. Huge stan. Huge stan. I said Nick, which is shocking for me because I really couldn't stand Nick on his, on his season. I really on his like, season. On his season. Okay. I, he just got on my nerves all the time. I like, it took me a while after that season to like come around to Nick again, but he's done it. <laughs> like, He's I actually, done it. like, really do like him a lot, and I love, I, like, I just love Ask Nick. I love it so much. Um, but also, like, I, my, the answer I wanted to give, I don't really know that I even associate them with Bachelor Nation anymore, it would be Wells. I love Wells oh. so, so much. And I just think he's done so well for himself. I love him and Sarah Hyland together, and that's why, almost why, like, I feel like he's kind of dissociated a little bit from Bachelor Nation, but, like, Minus the odd bartender spot on Paradise. But I love Wells. I think he's done so great. He's so cute. So lovely. And he paved the way for the Gigi Hadid, Tyler Cameron of it all. And just so many. He really just paved the way for fellow Bachelor people to date celebrities. Yes, he did. He's a true icon. Okay. So which brings us to the next. Which brings us to the next. Okay, celebrity you have a love-hate relationship with. Tyler Cameron was my answer. Um, and it's uh, Tyler, I obviously, who didn't love Tyler on Hannah Brown's season? Crickets. No one. Everyone Crickets. loved him so much. And then the Gigi, it, I think it killed us all a little bit. Because, like, he just sold himself as, like, not who he wound up being. Like, he became, like, this thirst monster, desperate for the, like, it seemed desperate for the fame, like, and, like, I I guess I really, it's hard to fault him for dating Gigi Hadid when she is who she is. So beautiful, so stunning, so lovely, so kind, such a good person. But it just felt like it felt like I was being betrayed, honestly. Like I like I, it seemed so great that him and Hannah were gonna be back to get, like give it another shot, and then literally ten minutes later, he's with Gigi, and then he starts hanging out with the Kylies and the Stassies of the world. And that was crazy. It just felt like he was just not who he said he was, or like made himself out to be, or who the producers made him out to be. So maybe it's not his fault. I don't know. But I, he really made a comeback for me in quarantine with him and Hannah's TikToks. And- oh, the quarantine crew, long live. And Matt James, that's what really set Matt James up for just a perfect transition into becoming The Bachelor. Yes. 
my alternative answer was Joey King, but um, I think I felt a little more passionate about Tyler. I just like Joey King has really not done anything wrong, but I think I disliked her because of the character she's played as a youth. Fair. I really like Joey King, but that's because that video of her figuring out she was nominated for an Emmy and how excited she was just. I love her. Or I like her. I don't know if I'd say I stand her, but I, I like her. She like love. my gears a lot. Like, her face kind of made me mad. But <laughs> actually, I've met her. She's so nice. Like, so great. She seems so great. Yeah. Like, I worked I worked with her. But, like, in my Oh, life. yeah. Yeah. And she was so great. And I was like, it's not your fault. Like, it's she's just too good of an actress. Like, she played all these annoying roles that, like, it just that became who she was in my mind, and that's not her fault. And I think a lot of people feel that way about her, and it's really not necessarily fair. I agree. I also think people resent the fact that she's dated, like, the hottest guys that, like, they've wanted to date, and I feel like sometimes the girls who date the hottest guys, people just hate that girl for whatever reason, which, in fact, directly leads into my next answer. The love-hate relationship. Haley Bieber. Haley Bieber. The fact I'm even able to call her Haley Bieber shows such an evolution because, okay, I was a Haley Baldwin stan before she was who she is now. Like, I followed her and everyone's like, why are you following Haley Baldwin? Yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, she's nice. She's pretty. Great model. Great content. Kind. Whatever. Then the photo comes out of her and Justin when they went on that trip in the tropics. I don't know where. They got engaged. Yeah. So then... I am a true believer. I just, I've loved him through it all, through the peen in the bucket, through it all. So now I'm thinking, Haley, I've been standing up for you. Why are you with this guy that I've loved? Obviously she has, she has no idea who I am. So alas. So then she and Justin, and I really don't like her really just, I unfollow her, whatever. Then the wedding. The photos of the she looks so beautiful. He looks so happy. So I start to open up to her again. Then the documentary comes out, the YouTube Justin documentary. And then I start to realize that she is so essential to his happiness, to his well-being, to his mental health, to him making sure he stays healthy, to everything. So now, or after really that documentary, so a few uh, before quarantine, I am now back on the Haley bandwagon. I'm back on the love for Haley, and she's Haley Bieber. I accept it clearly, since I said Pete Davidson was my celebrity crush, and all the best for her. Back on. I am like not a Haley Bieber fan. Never was. I think it's like really weird how much she just like hates Taylor Swift and has like this one-sided feud with her that Taylor just like doesn't acknowledge her as a person and like wait I did not know about this yes she has like posted all like especially back in her youth like would like post all these tweets about how much she hated Taylor how much she hated Taylor and Harry dating like all this stuff like and like just continues to like shade Taylor all the time and Taylor like has literally never even like uttered her name I also hate that video of who is it is it her and like I forget which other two models and maybe it's Lily Aldridge I think is like the fourth model and like the three of them not Lily are like posing for a picture and like the photographers want Lily in the picture and like they're like keeping her out and it's like so awkward and it's like so mean girl like I rubs me oh I hate that I hate that it's so uncomfortable to watch 
like and like it just like really helps oh i think it's her like camila marone and someone else i'm like forgetting interesting because lily seems like the nicest person ever yeah and like i almost wonder if it's because lily's friends with taylor swift and like Haley just has this incredible for her um but i i've started to like almost feel bad for Haley and this whole marriage thing because like just like things Justin says and I'm like it makes it just like, seem like she's like almost his mom and like she they're, like like you said like she is so like essential in his life and like that's it's almost like seems like not like great for Haley like I feel like there's an enormous pressure on her and like that's just like from the little bit I've seen like I feel a little bit bad for her I want better for her maybe that's out of line for me to say no I think uh, that's fair I think that's fair for from sure what they've shown us Yes, exactly, from what they've shown us. I also think I forgot one big part of my transition was the Billie Eilish of it all. And once Billie was able to accept Haley, because apparently Billie, like, literally sobbed when they got engaged and almost had to go to rehab for her love of Justin Bieber or therapy for her love of Justin. So I understand that. And the fact that she loves them makes me love them. And the fact that Haley's so nice to Billie, that was just part of my transition as well. Okay, next question. Most wronged celebrity? Jennifer Lawrence. Period. Period. And, (laughs) like, that's it. Like, like, I don't even know, like, much more needs to be said. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence has done nothing wrong. Literally nothing. They did nothing to warrant the communal American society wanting her to have like this fall like all she did was be herself and like be this incredible actress and like was very authentic and like it's not her fault buzzfeed buzzfeed wrote seven articles about her day yeah being like like everyone hated her for who they made her does that make sense yeah i mean i've always loved jennifer lawrence so yeah everyone put her up on this pedestal like Jennifer Lawrence, oh, like, she's just like us, like, she just eats pizza and, like, wants to be in bed all the time, and, like, like, that is what she said, but, like, everyone made this, like, huge circus about it and, like, pinned her up and then got mad that she was overexposed in that way. And I agree. Demanded her fall from grace. She was almost before her time. I feel like she was almost, like, Chrissy Teigen before Chrissy Teigen. Maybe that's wrong. I think a lot of people hate Chrissy Teigen. she became this celebrated person like oh she's so cool and normal and humble and like down to earth and then it was like oh chrissy's trying too hard to be this person that like we made her so true okay now mine's a bit more mine's definitely not the name period because mine's gwyneth paltrow again clearly i love her she was invited to my very exclusive five celebrity dinner party sure now uh, look i understand it can she be out of touch yes 100 percent Yes, goof can be out of touch, but she is on the cutting edge of everything. Conscious uncoupling, now co-parenting is the talk of the town, the talk of the town. So I think she's very misunderstood. She's actually really relaxed and normal. She like smokes a cigarette once a week, drinks, and is way less crazy than a lot of other people within the wellness space, I find. Um, and a lot less judgmental. She's also married to Brad Falchuk, who, I mean, I love him and I love them because he's created so many iconic shows. So 
yep, she's my answer. I just really think she shouldn't be as hated as she is because, yes, she's out of touch. She doesn't always get it right, but she also, a lot of the time, is ahead of the time, so. Sure. Gwyneth. I don't have strong feelings about Gwyneth. I did do a presentation, I think, junior year, about why everybody hates Gwyneth Paltrow. And, like, that was the most time I'd ever spent on her, ever. It was, like, like, I really don't, it was assigned to me, like, Gwyneth Paltrow. I was, like, all right, like, let's do it. Um, And so much better, I didn't know. I think, I think she has good intentions. She does. I do believe that. I, she does. I think her problem is that she's just so out of touch and, like, doesn't realize it. Like, I think she, like, the problem is that she, like, tries to present what she does as, like, anybody can do it, and this is for yeah. everyone, and it's not. <laughs> and, it's like, not. She, there's just that disconnect, and I don't think she means it maliciously. No, that's what annoys me. Like... I just I, I love there's her. a quote when she was like voted like the most hated person in America and she's like me like more than like Chris Brown I was like yeah, that's like fair like fair commentary like so fair and I mean I again highly recommend people listen to the armchair expert with her because when she's able to like have a lot of space to speak why she does what she does sure. it always makes sense I mean, I think that's true for a lot of celebrities if they actually had, like, the space to talk. But, yeah, I just, I think she's misunderstood. Okay. Okay. Which celebrity would you want to tell all book from? I think it's going to happen. So, like, I haven't given up on, like, the fact that this might be in my future. Literally any member of One Direction. Any of them. I don't think it'll be from Harry. I don't think it'll be from Zane. I don't really think it'll be from Nile. No way. Yeah, not Nile. Are our best bets, but I want to know everything, like everything, because I just felt like, as someone who devoted my entire life to them from 2011 to, honestly, still today, there was so much like suspicious activity from time to time, or like seeming conspiracy that I don't necessarily buy into all of them. But, like, things that I would just love answers to, and I just don't feel like we got them as fans all the time because they were such a packaged group. Um, And I just, I want to know the truth. I do. Completely fair. Completely fair. I feel like if that, yeah, I feel like it could happen. I think, I think it will. Liam just spent $4 million on a ring for his 20-year-old, I guess now, fiancé. That was crazy. <laughs> that was yeah. what is happening. Really crazy. I'm, he seems to be a frivolous spender. I don't know what his bank account looks like right now, but I'm sure in 20 years he might need the money, and that's when we'll get the book. <laughs> Amazing. Well, my person is it's not happening. It, it will never happen. It, it, it just it won't happen, and that's the Queen of England. I love the Queen of England. I am a Queen of England stan. Stan, I stand by the Queen. And... Look, she's so private. We've gotten a bit more of a taste through the crown, but obviously that's like scripted show. Obviously it has a lot of researchers. We don't actually know what's happening. That's actually my favorite show, by the way. I'm so excited for the new season, November 15th. I really thought it was going to be a lot longer, but anyway, we don't actually know a lot about the queen and how she feels about everything. And there are so many unanswered questions. It could be titled Royal Tea like royal space tea. I I mean, the opportunity just there is 
amazing. And I want to know everything. I want to know about Diana. I want to know about Kate. What does she really feel about Megan? I want to know her thoughts on Charles. Does she think he should be king? Does she think he'll be a good king? Does she think it should just go straight to William? What are her thoughts? Does she like Harry? What were her thoughts when Harry was partying it up in Vegas? What are her thoughts on the crown? I just want to know it all. Who's her favorite grandkid? Who does she think if she could pick the next king, who would she pick? I want it all. Great questions. We're never going to get it. And it's it's just really sad because we're sort of getting a Megan tell-all with the new um, royal book or whatever book about them that's coming out that obviously neither of them could say that they endorse the book but apparently from what I've read like the entire book is like about private conversations that they've had that obviously Megan's probably telling the book person something so we're sort of getting one with Megan and Harry but I don't need one with Megan and Harry interesting has the queen said whether or not she's washed the crown she has she loves the crown oh wow isn't that so cute? Like, just the idea of her being in her cute little bed, watching the crown, being like, I remember that. Little to describe what the queen's bed is probably like. There's just no chance it's anything less than the king. Yeah, I mean, based on the crown, it's not, like, the biggest bed I've ever seen. The biggest bed I've ever seen is Jeffree Star's bed when he did this house tour. It's, like, a triple king. It is the largest bed I've ever seen. And the queen's is not that big. Interesting. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? Okay. One pop culture moment you would love to go back to relive. Okay. This question, I literally have, I don't know, written down. It's hard, but I'm going to go with, I know you have the other end of this, but mine is when the initial audio from the Kim, Kanye, and Taylor debacle with the famous song, Everyone Knows This Moment, was released. Snapchat and then. Kate. Yes, and then Kim posted the tweets with the snakes, and then that led to reputation, yada, yada, yada. I was in New York. I was in my hotel room, and all of a sudden, I get an e-news notification, you know, that says whatever, the audio is dropped. And that was the height of my Kanye, Kanye particularly stan. I'm no longer Kanye stan. I'll get to that later, but that was the height of my Kanye stanhood. I've always been a Kim stan, so the Kim stan was there. And I was just basking in the glory of I was right. We were right. Taylor knew. And she's just making a big deal out of this. And yada, yada, yada. And I just felt so vindicated. And so, and that was also the height of my Taylor hatred. So that's my moment. And now it's sad to look back on, but I was so, I was so, I was so happy. Like, I cannot remember the last time I was that happy. Well, I can't, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, I, I it's I didn't put that as my answer, but I was oh. this past spring. That was everything to me because I knew it. I knew the truth was on our side. The Taylor and I, side. I didn't, I didn't know that we would ever get vindicated I didn't know I didn't know that was going to happen I thought that I was just going to have to continue to defend her knowing in my heart that she was telling the truth and accepting that not everyone would agree yeah but the moment oh god it was so good when it just it came out of nowhere too and it had to have come from Kim and Kanye's side 
I, I'm so curious to this day who it was or Me why too. that happened, but that was overjoyed is the only word I can give that moment because yeah. it just, it felt so good. It really did. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about when the full audio was released oh, from yeah, that conversation. I can't believe I forgot to say that. Yes. When the full audio was yeah. released and the whole conversation really was brought to light between Taylor and Kanye and what actually was said leading up to Famous being released. Yeah, I just, I'm not listening to that audio. I, whatever. Okay. What's your actual My actual answer, I had like a few mini ones. Um, First was the La La Land Moonlight Oscar moment. The chaos. Oh my god. (laughs) That was just- The chaos. The actual chaos that unfolded on live television on that stage unmatched actually <laughs> maybe matched or at least equated to in one of my other answers which would be mariah carrie's new year's eve performance when her she was playing to lip sync obviously and i i don't hate mariah at all I, I actually think she's very funny um in her own way but just the way she just was so unamused by it all and just kept going through the motions of this performance it was like all right i guess we'll do the lift and then finish obviously a train wreck performance and like there's rumors she was sabotaged i could go either way i could be convinced but the way she finished and just went that was amazing (laughs) walked off the stage i don't think i've ever like cried tears of laughter the way i did watching that it was just so iconic so So iconic. iconic And then also I had Taylor and Harry's New Year's Eve kiss video being leaked because I was a huge Taylor stan in a world of Taylor haters and just seeing that, seeing them together and seeing everyone else have a meltdown over it and me knowing that those two deserved happiness with one another, it felt great. <laughs> Yeah, that was an interesting time as well. I The Mariah thing reminded me, I get to relive this every year, but it's Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen. Their New Year's special on CNN is my favorite moment of the year, and the whole year I wait to relive it, and I get to. So that's another oh, favorite. Nice. Like, the amount of love I have for both of them is, is unprecedented. Okay, what conspiracy theory do you buy into the most? Um, mine is actually not a pop culture one necessarily. Neither is mine. The Denver airport conspiracy theory that's actually a government bunker. Yeah. That to me is not a conspiracy. It's a fact. Yeah, I think it's a fact as well. Um, mine is aliens. Um, aliens do exist. There have been too many moments of quote unquote possible alien encounters for some form of supernatural life to not exist, whether we want to call them aliens, supernatural beings, whatever we want to call them, they're out there. They're probably listening. We also could live in a simulation. So, you know, aliens exist. Supernatural beings exist. I think it's almost like, I don't want to say like arrogant to believe that they don't, that like we are somehow the only living beings and like how huge the universe is like there has to be others there has to be 100 percent, 100 percent. all right who is the most underrated celebrity in your eyes okay so this took me a moment and then the answer came to me as i was binge watching his videos now some i know he's controversial 
I know some people don't like him, but James Charles is the most underrated celebrity of the moment, of the moment, in terms of the fact that he is an incredible interviewer. Incredible interviewer. Now, the other most underrated celebrity is Sean Evans from First We Feast Hot Ones on the Complex Mm -hmm. channel because he is an incredible interviewer. His research team is everything. But I couldn't say him because that's just a bit too obvious that he's underrated because he is. And he's also thriving, so I can't say him. But James Charles. Now, I watched, he's could arguably one of the greatest interviewers of our generation because I watched his videos with Jojo Siwa, Iggy Azalea, Addison Rae, Doja Cat, Charlie D'Amelio. And he does these interviews as he does their makeup. And he's such an incredible makeup artist. My dream is for him to do my makeup. But he also just gets the questions out of them. Because look, doing someone's makeup, a very intimate act. And they just open up to him. They usually really like him. Obviously, they've agreed to be on his channel. And the Charlie D'Amelio one is the perfect example. Because if you were to compare the interview with James Charles to her interview, I think it was on Jimmy Fallon, worlds of difference obviously being on this stage with people watching it's you know a late night show is very stressful especially when you're literally 16 and in the span of six months have 30 million followers but she was so nervous and I watched I felt so bad and meanwhile on this James one she's opening up she's answering all these questions about the hardships of fame the this the that and so I just think he's really good at interviewing and He's underrated. He's also, his makeup skills are just so good that those are also underrated. So. He's not without his controversies. Oh, he has so many controversies. And I'm not excusing those controversies. However, his interview skills are. Maybe that's the lane he hasn't been encouraged to explore yet. And exactly. Maybe he will in the future. Maybe he will because I was reading the comments and a lot of them were like, James, the interviewer? Question mark. He's good. The people agree. The people agree. Okay, who's yours? That was a long rant. Mine? I had two very obvious answers, and those were Miley Cyrus and Ashton Kutcher. Oh, wow. Ashton Kutcher is a fantastic one. I think they're both just misrepresented so much, and, like, the amount of good they do is just, with their platform is just not given enough attention. And I could talk for hours about this and I, I do think Ashton does get his moments of recognition which is nice Miley I think a little bit less so but like like when not from like outside of her immediate community of like people who like, follow what she does and it's like why is no one paying attention to this like I don't think from the general public she gets enough enough recognition but my other answer was inspired by our conversation the other day that you just mentioned Jojo Siwa is written off so much and so uh, much like she it, Everyone just really writes her off as, like, this child pawn, like, being puppeteered by the Nickelodeon executives and maybe her, like, manager parents. But she really is so involved in every aspect of her, honestly, like, business and, like, her image. And everyone's like, oh, she's going to regret all this. And, like, if you, like, listen to her talk or, like, just read, like, interviews with her, like, she's like, no, like... I genuinely enjoy what I'm doing. Like, everything that you see comes from me. And if tomorrow I decided this is what I want to do anymore, I would just stop. And, like, I just respect her so much. Like, she's, what, 16 years old? And she's- Yeah, 17. Incredible brand for herself. And, like, 
she does not care like one ounce about all the memes and the like hate she gets or just mockery from like the general public maybe she does care maybe it does get under her skin but like it does she doesn't let it stop her or like get in her way of what she's built or like make her like regret or feel ashamed about what she's done because it is incredible I agree. Completely incredible. And you really see it in the James interview, how she loves the bows. She loves the makeup. She, like, loves her house. Like, this whole crazy, colorful brand she's created. She really does love it. And, yeah, yeah, I I agree completely. Okay. This question, uh, a few months ago, would have been even bigger of a debate than it is today between the two of us, but it is the biggest point of contention within our friendship. Sure. And that is Kimye versus Taylor. I think I don't I don't even feel a need to yeah, answer this anymore because I, I I know I'm on the right side of history. I've You're vindicated. Al- I've always known I was on the right side of history. I don't think Taylor Swift not sorry maybe that was gonna be an overstatement i was like i don't think she's ever been on the wrong side of history maybe she she i'm sure like i can actually think of a few times i was like okay maybe that wasn't the best but for the most part she she has been she's been like unstoppable she has always done the right thing okay yeah 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 yeah. and you can't say the same for kim and kanye you really cannot no you cannot you cannot almost ever and this was just a clear example. It was shocking to me that when there was any sort of doubt between who was on the right side of this, that people were like, yeah, the notorious liars and, like, not not horrible people, but, like, people who have just been consistently on the wrong side of <laughs> almost every conversation. They're probably right over this other girl who's really not done anything wrong ever. Like... I don't know. Yeah. That was no. crazy to me, and I was so happy when the truth came out, and I'll never not be on Team Taylor. I don't care what it is. I'll never not be on her side. I know. I know. Okay, so for me, this question's a bit a bit harder, because my uh, huge part of my identity was being a Kanye stan, but now I am, I am, no, I'm not a Kanye stan. I am in, I am by and large anti-Kanye because of his choice to run for president and everything that has come out after that about how he views certain topics. I disagree with everything he has really re- said, just everything he said. And so I can't be a stan of him. Now, I am a Kim stan, and this is why at this point I pick Kim Ye. I wish I could just pick Kim. Um, I have... My relationship with Taylor, Taylor Swift was my first concert. I have always loved her music, but I did not like her as a person. I do think this could have ended a lot quicker had both parties decided not to discuss it anymore, but that was never happening. So alas, alas, alas. But and again, I'm loving folklore. I'm really growing on Taylor as a human is growing on me. But because I'm not ready to say no to my Kim Ye stan, my Kim, my Kim stanhood, I have to pick Kim because I take being a stan as you just like, you're like, okay. So I'm choosing to, to take Kim's side. I would love to know what Kim really, like truly feels, especially now. But alas, Team Kim, I don't want to discuss Listen, it anymore. Whenever you're ready to cross the bridge, we'll welcome you with open arms. I know, I know, I know. I, this debate is gonna, is always, you know, it's hard, but. Do you think it's true that Kim and Kanye are divorcing? Um, I 
would love for Kim and I would have a lot of respect for Kim in a lot of ways if they did get a divorce because I think from what I've read by and large Kanye just lives in Wyoming and then he sees the kids occasionally and so Kim operates pretty much just like with the kids and the nannies and the family without him and so I just think for her, I think she could just be a lot happier with someone else or alone. And I also think for her brand and what she's doing with getting people out of jail and within um, criminal justice reform, just the things Kanye have said, they no longer align with her. And also what she said in general on the show and everything politically. So I understand she wants to help him. She has four kids with him. It's a whole thing. So I, yeah. I, I mean, I can't fault her for staying with him, but I would have a, a lot of respect for her if she did divorce him. Totally fair. Okay, so that was our first episode, was our fun. first intro episode. It was so fun. So we hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of Spilling Rosé. You guys can listen to the second one right now, actually. They are both being released right now where we will be giving our first roses and thorns. We will explain what that means in that episode and recapping Selling Sunset, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and Real Housewives in New York. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please feel free to subscribe to our podcast so you can always know when a new one comes out. Leave us a review and follow us on Instagram at Spilling Rose Podcast. Bye. Bye.